This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. Welcome to another episode of Hafta. Today on the panel, we have a guest across the oceans in another time zone sitting up at night very kindly joining us on the Hafta. Arnab Ray, welcome Arnab. Thank you for having me. Arnab is also known as Great Bong if you are a Twitter regular he has written five books he runs his blog called greatbong.net i will have a few things to ask him about this bongness because i have a bong friend who i'm always arguing with about being bong okay he writes regularly on various issues including politics he has a podcast called attention plus that's p l i s s he is a computer scientist by profession he works in cybersecurity so even as we talk to him he may be hacking into our systems only to find <laughs> nothing of consequence his books are may i have your attention please you clearly play a lot with the desi pronunciation of words huh i do i do i and it, it was a very good choice to choose that uh, first title of the book because whenever i go to a train or airport you always hear that may i have your attention please they're always plugging my book <laughs> okay yeah this is a friend of mine rocky when we used to have him i played and we were driving all over he used to say someone should start a condom called dipper because then it'll always use dipper at night use dipper at night rakhao then free publicity manika great i said now you've got the name now all you need is a factory and latex anyway <laughs> then he's written a book called the mine a uh, yatrik Sultans of Delhi or is it Sultans of Delhi what's the correct pronunciation Sultan Sultans of Delhi okay a session and the Mahabharat murders which is fiction in case some one of our audience members thought that you're going to dissect every vad in Mahabharat explaining why it was a murder but anyway that is not what it's about for those of you not in the know on that note i will quickly plug a few of our announcements We have a new NL Sena project that is News Laundry Sena that keeps news independent and free. This Sena project, first of all, thank you all who contributed to the last few Sena projects. We came up with some great ground reports on those, and hopefully those shall win some awards, some more awards as we go forward. As you know, we won a Red Ink Award this year. Thank you. Uh, this one is on who owns your media. We are doing. like a deep dive this doesn't require going from location to location but this requires going through the filings with the ministry of corporate affairs of various media houses how those patterns have changed are those up to speed then checking with other sources is that the correct holding pattern because who owns your media has a big impact on how you know stuff is covered in the news so the target for that is 350000 we would like to raise that money so that we can get a completely up to speed who owns your media chart going those of you who've been following us from the beginning would remember we had done this when we had just launched but there's so many more media houses now so we need to do that secondly please mark our newsletters not as spam as not spam you know because since we send it to you these days technology aise hai ki it is just automatically relegated to spam in many cases so those of you who get in your inbox if you mark it as not spam you'll be able to read all the new stuff we're doing so we please recommend you market as not spam because we have started using a new email client and a lot of you have been getting our newsletters which go into spam so because of this change of our email client please adjust and may also at this point request you to please subscribe 
to news laundry pay to keep news free unless you keep media free and independent it will die it is up to you to make sure news serves you and not the powers that be because news was envisaged as a public service you can't let it serve those who need to keep you in check unless you stand up you'll just have to sit down all your lives so on the panel we have anand vardhan hello a uh, in house man of few words but profound words nevertheless and manisha the lady with wit Hi. and a show of her own and an award all three who will give us the headlines before we start discussing yes. what made news what didn't and what should have biggest news of the week was of course india uh, having its stance vindicated in the international court of justice we've managed to get uh, a verdict that says that pakistan should review Uh, their death penalty to Kulbhushan Jadhav and that they should be granting access consular access to uh, they should grant India the consular access to Kulbhushan and it wasn't a fair trial Uh, it wasn't fair trial yeah yeah they but have. they haven't um, they haven't said anything on uh, civilian court or army court okay. they've just said that you should have given consular access right. and that you should uh, review your death penalty hmm. and i think Uh, the one time you really feel good about your indian tv news channels was when i watched pakistani t- tv news channels yesterday all of them just completely telling lies telling lies and mm. saying ki ye to india ke muh pe tamacha hai and all that mm. so uh, and um, the, the mea of course in india responded to that and said pakistan has its own compulsions to lie to its people the karnataka crisis is uh, just deepening as we speak and abibi i think it's uh, the chief minister may just resign that's what i'm hearing uh, is the latest but the speaker examined the 11 resignations uh, he said that uh, eight of them were not in proper order and the remaining five are found to be in order uh, the mlas congress mlas and jds mlas are very unhappy they've gone to supreme court to challenge the speaker's decision how where- complicated can it be to write a resignation i mean how can you go wrong like i resign full stop <laughs> signature <laughs> Okay. Hmm. There was a lot of turmoil in the media industry uh, in one particular channel Tiranga TV that got everyone in the media talking. Uh, Tiranga is apparently shutting shop. They've sacked some 200 employees. There was a big Twitter spat between Barkhadat and well it was a one-sided spat where Barkhadat was alleging a lot of things uh, of uh, on Par- Pramila Sibyl and Kapil Sibyl. She said that her contract was not honored. She's going to take them to court. In fact, we'll have a longer discussion on this. Also another uh, publication, very old publication shut down. I forgot the yeah, name. Yeah, the Bombay, the publication from Bombay that is supposed to be. Um, terrible news coming in from Bombay. Like in every monsoon, a building collapsed. This monsoon too, a building collapsed in Dongri. At least 40 people came under it. Eleven uh, people died. This was just supremely tragic. There was another building in Himachal Pradesh's Solon where 28 people died, but that didn't get much play. Dongri got a lot of play through the day. The Himachal Pradesh building collapsed. Didn't. Moha Mitra has decided to file a criminal defamation case against Sudhir Chaudhary. That whole plagiarism, not plagiarism spat has gone When to the legal. When she asked for a yeah. parliament that there should be a, what? What yeah. did she expect? They, they, what, she wanted him summoned. she wanted him summoned mm. privilege privilege committee. motion correct mm. um that didn't happen but now she's taken the legal route which is terrible terrible idea i think uh pakistan has reopened its airspace for india's flight and apparently the indian airlines lost about 550 crore because of this air india lost a lot of mm. money and then lok sabha has passed the nia amendment bill which is a national investigative agent investigation agency bill it empowers them to do a lot more now uh, without yeah. having to collaborate with state uh, police and the home ministries in different states yeah they can the, investigate into human trafficking and cyber terrorism they've just in, i mean they have always had the power but now it has gone into a few more areas and one of the criticisms is that it erodes the federal structure further 
then the flood situation in assam and bihar is really really uh, worrying uh, in fact i was watching the images from assam much of kaziranga is almost 90% of that reserve mm. is underwater you know i saw f- image of a tiger having gone into a shop to mm. save itself it was exhausted and this is happening as the national citizenship registry is also hearings of that were due today mm. so people who had to go for the hearing couldn't make it and the supreme court is going to be requested by the center to extend its 31st of july deadline so that's a bit of a mess the rajasthan high court has asked lawyers not to use my lord while addressing judges well done my lords finally just i'm hoping others, your lordship your lordships kangana ranawat sends legal note I, we'll discuss kangana ranawat uh, what i had predicted last week has come true but we'll <laughs> this just is discuss really that. funny though <laughs> chandrayaan 2 the launch was rescheduled for 22nd yeah. of july the first launch was called off because of some hitches and the hunger report has a worrying sign food security is worsening in south asia and this on the backdrop of the climate change um information that's coming i saw a report on how antarctic ice melting has reached a stage where they're assuming that in another 10 years if we don't fix it it'll be we'll be over the cliff we cannot pull back wow and neha dikshit got the 2019 international press freedom award i would like to plug the media rumble again she's going to be there at the media rumble to speak to attend her session we have a lot of speakers we have jaggi coming we have prasanna from swaraj we have shekhar gupta from print we have gulzar from bombay we have manisha pandey from news laundry we have dhanya rajendran from the news minute all over the country we have lots of speakers and then this rather strange case of ranchi court had <laughs> asked a student for an alleged communal post to distribute the quran and then a few days later they said okay don't don't, don't distribute the quran <laughs> yeah this was we'll funny. discuss that in a little more detail arnav i'd like to kick off this with first comments from anand vardhan i'll just lay the context there was a girl a young girl i don't know if she was in college richa bharti who shared every news item that i've seen shared objectionable post against a community and no one explains what obje- what is the what objection? is that objection people are, batao, yeah even i am always like objectionable tha kya so community sensitive so does anyone know what was richa bharti's objectionable post against the community anyway whatever that post was someone complained who complained by the way was it a political activist no, or no. just some religious activist but someone complained and the judicial magistrate manish kumar singh asked her to donate four copies of the quran to government owned education institution and one to the complainant mansoor khalifa who is member of the sadar anjuman committee so this person is involved of course she said she will not do it and then the court went back they said okay you will be granted bail you don't have to distribute the quran now on this anand i see a lot of discussion online and as usual in a polarized times people have have uh, you know very radical views about this what what is your view on this kind of a judgment in a larger context and on this particular coverage of this case do you think it has been covered enough does it is it worthy of more coverage or is it a footnote and banal like you have often say no it's a, it is banal only because it went to uh, a court it made news because these kinds of posts from various communities we see on hmm. social networking sites so it is not something that was very 
वेरी अनयूजल काइंड ऑफ पोस्ट इट मे बी ऑब्जेक्शनेबल बट नॉट अनयूजल इन दिस टाइम्स सो वॉट एवर लेट आई हैव रेड एन एक्सप्ट विच वॉज कॉन्टेस्टेड सी वॉज कॉन्ट्राडिक्टिंग द एक्शन रिएक्शन थियरी दैट वाई सम वायलेंस perpetrated on a particular community only radicalizes that community to violent acts why okay. so she's saying this whole thing of being radicalized mm-hmm. because they violence mm-hmm. against them it was only unique to them uh, so it as she was contesting that this action reaction justification of terrorism is wrong i see so, so what is so objection so, about it so uh, and uh, for an fir uh, that may have be the longer post but the short excerpt that i read was about that that and that was debated upon I so see. so uh, it may be so that's so uh, are you aware so you just know that is the you don't know exact post no no the whole no one no, seems uh, to know that hmm. that was a part of the post okay. but that was most debated i, I think i hmm. assume that was most debated but because hmm. that was splashed all over the media right. so so uh, there may be other objectionable parts in it hmm. so uh, but of course what what i'm saying that it went to the court that's why it's being debated otherwise it if is if you scan social media there are yeah, so, they're way worse yeah, yeah i agree with so, you completely so, so many posts like sure. that and if you take uh, cognizance of each and every post there would be no other news to say right. so so means uh, this uh, there's that's why i'm saying i say that Uh, without selectivity we are in times there is no media possible now because there are millions of things exactly. happening millions of people saying millions of yeah. things yeah. you can i think about uh, a, a, a yeah. billion minutes are uploaded on <laughs> yes. the internet in various forms every day what are you going to do about it before we come to that i just like to discuss what's happening in our world the news media world so we have three stories so we can just discuss all three in one shot one is what happened with taranga tv and barkhadat one is the newspaper called the afternoon dispatch and courier it's a bombay publication it's a very old newspaper has shut operations and laid off everybody and uh, well tiranga tv was a channel that had been after long jaddo jahed 3 4 years those of you who don't know in the 5 years of the modi government uh, not a single news channel other than arnab's channel not arnab ray but arnab goswami's channel was given the license or the <laughs> go ahead In fact, there were many non-news channels also whose licenses were pending, and they are still pending even as we speak. After a lot of kind of jumping through hoops, Kapil Sibal had launched the Ranga TV, which wasn't a new license; it was an old existing license of a South-based channel. Conversion where, channel. <laughs> yeah, which it was a channel had been yeah. taken over by them, and Barkhadat was not the editor, but she was a consultant. She had a show. Mr. Thapar had a show, uh, and of course, they started. I think six. for 6 months before election yeah and now it's shut down election is over congress lost resoundingly and that has led to a fracas and it has led to her calling him that apna vakeel tactics he has she has accused mrs sibbal who was the promoter of the channel of abusing people using foul language they have in an interview to the wire said that everyone has been paid for compensated adequately and now that national commission of women have stepped in and said ki we will take cognizance of barkhadat's complaint against kapil sibbal's wife and basically it has become a big tamasha so that is the context let me start with arnab have you been following this 
I I have been, and the reason why I have been following, among others, is because being a fan of '90s Bollywood. If you call a channel by the name of Tiranga TV, which is which is the Tiranga is the name of an iconic '90s movie, which is in the in the league of so bad it's good, hmm. which which has which has <laughs> which is Nana Patekar and uh, the legendary Raj Kumar Saab uh, wearing <laughs> wearing for some strange reason a choker. throughout yes, the movie which has the indian flag on it <laughs> it is a lot of bizarre choices in mm. that movie and this is hardly one this is hardly the biggest one of them but any channel which decides to call itself tiranga tv it's like i would definitely notice that channel so yes i was i was following this story and i uh, yeah so again it for me the opinion of I mean, it's just pretty obvious that this was a channel in which the promoters basically uh went you know they bet on the congress or being coming to power and the uh, and the resultant influence they would get as a result of that right. and then it didn't happen and now this this what's happening is is the inevitable i mean it's always an ugly situation when you know it's it's really tragic for anybody when people get hired as as uh, barkhadat was saying that people had other offers and they came to this television channel based on i guess trust and then you know they lose the opportunity and 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 this happens it's extremely tragic and while there's some kind of enjoyment you know watching you know two people two big you know one big media personality and one big political personality kind of go go at each other uh, i mean there's there's yeah, that you know the, the, the joy of watching that but other than that i totally feel for the employees and that you know that the pictures of these bouncers kind of escorting them out but you're you know, a I've big seen believer that in, in myself the, so but, many times i know what a big tragedy that is but you're a believer in the markets do you think legally i mean public shaming aside legally there should be any expectation from the promoter of the channel to compensate for 6 months i mean do you think that would be a, a, a advisable precedent to set if so you if you're shutting down if you do a shutdown notice of you dissolve a company or there's there's a liquidation you know notice do you think 6 months is an adequate or a desirable kind of expectation i think 6 months is actually more than what at least i i've worked in i've worked in the us for many years now i think the way severance packages work is usually it's a function of how long you've worked hmm. and what rank you are now i understand that, that this channel has not been in existence for more than 6 months so it's normally not that you get a one month for every month worked hmm. uh so i think 6 months severance is rather generous for okay. everyone Uh, it, as a matter of practice uh, if this would have happened in the us i don't think anybody would have even expected 6 months of severance people would be lucky to get even like 2 weeks of severance in this case manisha so um this isn't the first uh, case of a shutdown or a firing after elections we've had number of firings you've had one in scroll where they had almost 20 people laid off you had first post which is backed by the ambani by the uh, reliance shut down its newspaper again 20 people fired that was also fly by night they just came before elections and then shut shop hmm. soon after the elections tiranga was again one of them and of course we know what happened here but uh, the problem here is that in most um, when there's a layoff in many of the cases like ht scroll even first post you there's a clear communication with the employees and they're told that okay we are shutting shop and this is your severance we're giving you 2 months 3 months or 1 month and it's closing down sometimes there's a sort of a warning that okay start looking in the next 2 months we'll have layoffs 
or there's like okay we're shutting i think in network 18's case also they were told that okay we're shutting down and here's your package and whatever which is and that i think it's fair because you can't force a company to keep you hired if it's just not viable what is specific to tiranga's cases there's been no communication there was literally no one from the management telling the employees what's happening that we're shutting there's still no clarity on whether they're shutting down or not still so that was really really i think it was i think the employees are completely justified in their protests because boss at least tell us and many of them were told that okay we'll run for 2 years you know there's a verbal assurance given which again you can't take to them to court for but still a lot of the young employee like i saw some tweets by acj students who had joined tiranga and they said they came for placement to our college they said we're going to run we have money for 2 years and all that so that's the ethics part of it at least i think the least you could do is clearly communicate to your employees and say that boss we're shutting shop start looking hmm. and the legal aspect actually newsman had a very interesting piece on some of the things that the employees can contest and they quote one ganguly versus central indian water case where the judgment says that the mode of making effective provision for securing the right to work cannot be given cannot be by giving employment to a person and then without any reason throwing him out of employment so here i think they could go to the labor court they could go to the industrial courts and maybe there's a case there but for me more than a legal issue it's really in bad form you know you really don't run companies like this and this is couple sibil promila sibil you're like prominent people you lot of people would come on board because of your names hmm or not ah, depending depend, depending on how wise you, you are know, but you any- think <laughs> of you think of the money you think that okay at least paisa to hai do saal to chala lenge kyunki paisa to hai couple of announcements before we move forward with the hafta and then as you know the media rumble is coming to town again the mela rolls in to the india habitat center on the 2nd and 3rd of august we have speakers such as prakash raj shekhar gupta the one and only gulzar jaggi from swaraj prasanna from swaraj that's nidhi rajdan vani tripathi who is on the what we incorrectly call the censor board but the board for certification and other such stuff we have swara bhaskar we have milind khandekar the former head of abp news who's now doing language for bbc and he's heading that department we have vivian shiller coming from the us she has started something called civil media and she was former head of national public radio she has an amazing career and lots to say and we have lots to learn from her we have maziar bahari the iranian canadian journalist on whom a film has been made we also have film screenings five different film screenings so all this imagine you can just get for 500 bucks if you come for one day or 800 bucks if you come for two much better than spending that kind of money on a, a, a trashy film no so do come here you can register at the mediarumble.com i repeat register at the mediarumble.com our detailed two day schedule is also there you can see who's speaking to who on what day what the panels are all about and if you're a news laundry subscriber you get free entry man So yeah, one more reason to subscribe. If you're wondering what films we'll be screening, we'll be screening Rosewater, and that'll be followed by a conversation with Maziar Bahari, who on whose life that film has been made. We'll be screening the Clinton Affair, that showed how unfairly the Clinton Affair was covered. We'll be screening Nobody Speak, which is on Netflix, but it's much more fun when you watch it with journalists. And we'll be screening Free Meek, a look at a great injustice on how man's color determined how justice worked. and it is screening a film that is yet unreleased in india and it has been voiced by leonardo dicaprio since we are talking about sam you know that affair against 10 for the poem on a sam citizenship role yeah, i think yeah uh, poets they call themselves uh, it's actually very beautiful poetry i read a few so 
I just think it's tragic that that it has become so routine that people being arrested for writing poetry that is considered anti-national uh, has just become the norm. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, at least for one, um, I'm not of the view that this has always been happening. So it's not a big deal. I think it is a big deal because like I've given this example many times before when, you know, President Trump said, grab them by the pussy. I, I don't know if there was any data showing that pussy grabbing had gone up, but it kind of makes, it mainstreams a certain point of view. And that was demonstrated by the slogans in Trump's rally of send her back um, for, what's her name? Sorry, Arnab. Um, Ilhan Omar. Omar, yeah. I- Ilan, right? The, she was, Ilan, she's, Ilhan Omar. Ilhan. Yeah. So she'd come to uh, US as a refugee when she was a child from Somalia. And she lived in a refugee camp. And then I think she got citizenship at age 17. And then by 34, she was the youngest elected uh, Muslim, a Somalian Muslim, I think. And then um, the, what they call, he calls them the squad, right? The four women of, yes. of, of uh, ancestry, overseas ancestry. And then there was a slogan, send her back, send her back. So I think he's mainstream bigotry like never before. And I think that's what's happening with the otherization. I think Amit Shah also does that very successfully here. And that's deeply problematic. Before I come to the mainstreaming of something that's normal, the fear with which people even post anything now is just getting to me. And I think it's a function of technology also, because this is a new first generation technology. People don't know what to send when they say it, it's too late. In some cases, people say stuff about gender, ki I'll come and rape you or whatever and then they have cases filed and then the same guy is begging please Didi sorry kar diya. it's clearly it'll take a couple of generations for people to get used to what you can say just like it took us a while to get used to what you can say in public um, so yeah I, I think both the state and the citizen is still negotiating and learning this new space uh, any views on this gentlemen Yes, yeah, so I agree with the thing about social media. I remember Bill Clinton once saying that uh, when he was the president, it was the first time that people started using email. Hmm. And Bill Bill Clinton said that you know people started using email and writing down things in email almost as if they didn't exist. That just because it was e, there was there was no record being kept, and so they started saying ridiculous things over email that they would never say publicly. And Bill Clinton, who was wise enough to realize that, he said, I kept on saying, don't say these things. I don't know how the technology works, but they'll definitely find out. So <laughs> uh, I think with social media, it's kind of been like that. And, and in a way, I, I can say I've been guilty of that myself. I mean, when I started blogging like 14 years ago, um, you know, I didn't know that you know these things live on. That I mm. that 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 people take screenshots, <laughs> and, <laughs> and that you are this is not just you whispering into the darkness. This is you doing a press release. Right. I think everybody now realizes that whatever we post on on the internet, it's equivalent to making a press release. And the more influential you are, the more of a press release it is. So you have to be very careful. And you can you can say you know I'm a free press fundamentalist. I can say whatever I want, and that's good. You should not expect sanction from the state, but you should definitely be prepared to be judged for what you say and how you behave online. I mean, that, that's also the uh, people have the independence to judge you for that. Now, coming back to where I will disagree with you, Abhinandan, is this I can speak of as and I came to the U.S. in 99 and being a brown skinned man, 
I I can claim to be the minority here. And in, in India, it often happens that when people say, Are ye ho. this always used to happen, people would say, but you're not a minority. How de- I, how can you say this? You, 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 you don't get to make this call. Well, at least in this case, I do get to make this call because I am a minority in this country and a brown-skinned one at that. And I'm no supporter of Trump, but 99 the first, this was the first time that I was in the U.S. as a student. Uh, we went to Macy's Day Parade uh, to watch the Macy's Day Parade. And I remember standing there and there were these two, they were not like, you know, hobos or anything. They were people who were wearing like trench coats. They looked like the Wall Street types. It was a husband and a wife and a small daughter. Hmm. And I remember that this wife tells her husband, he uses like a N-word, but he prefaces with sand. Okay, so hmm. sand dash N word basically hmm. means an Arabic guy. This is okay. before 9 11. This hmm. is before anything else. Hmm. So it says, uh, so we were like three or four desis who had come there to see. It says, those sand dash guys are standing next to us. Let's move away. Okay, right. so this was a very, very well dressed New York Manhattan lady. They were rich, they were educated, and they said that. And over the years, and again, I, my, my, experience in the u.s has been totally been positive overall i would say u.s is in many ways way less racial in terms of its institutions than europe i have been to europe very few times and i can say that within five days of being in europe i have been racially picked out at the airport it's happened to me in germany it's happened to be in denmark um, i've never had that kind of an experience in the u.s with authorities i can never say that i ever faced racist in terms of an authority figure. However, I have faced racism on the streets. All Desis have when you've lived in the US for this long. And there has been no correlation between, and this is my personal experience between what Trump has said, and not that I'm supporting Trump, and I don't. I do support the assertion that he is mainstreamizing hate, that these are dog whistles to his base, and we can discuss why he's doing it. There's no, it's, this is not, He's just doing it because he's crazy. He's not. He understands these things very well. But I don't think that Trump has, the arrival of Trump has made it worse for foreigners or, you know, people who are visually distinctively foreign to the country than what it was during Obama's time. I haven't seen any No, I, I agree with you on that. Uh, the point I'm actually making is that, like, even here, I don't think, if you see sheer numbers, I mean, he lost the popular vote by by 3 million votes. So clearly there are more people in the U.S. who disagree with him than agree with him. I mean, elect, one because of the Electoral College. So in pure numbers, I'm not saying the number of people who are racist will go up. What I'm saying is the people who are racist are emboldened to do things that they would not do because there is social sanction to it. Just like I don't think the arrival of a Modi or a Yogi Adityanath uh, as as positions of authority have increased the number of bigots. But I think the bigots that existed had a certain shame because there was... And it was not acceptable to say such things or do such things publicly. Now they do it. And the other side is a little reluctant to say anything back. Just like the kind of stuff Sambit Patra says on, on uh, nightly news or that Swami who comes with one shoulder showing... It's called the cold shoulder, that sexy outfit he wears with his thick, hairy shoulders. No, that, that's for a different so, reason, I think, so, I I think, so, so when they do that, that so when they, they embolden the already existing racists who wouldn't just like, many people who I have known all my life, I did not know their views. Today I do. Because what they could not say earlier, 
they feel that they can say today now i don't think that great person he always had that but ek sharam thi ki boss aisi cheeze nahi bolte lekin ab unko bolne mein koi tamiz nahi hai kyunki ab bol sakte hain kyunki aapke leaders hi bolte hain and that that's what i'm saying it has done that but sorry coming to I, I, yeah sorry go ahead i would disagree with that based on my own experience so i would say well some of it when you talk about sambit patra or you talk about the you know the the hate on social media some of that is not because people have changed but because it is the very nature of social media and television so for the sambit patras and all you know unless they are outrageous uh, they will not be invited back on the channel so they are there to make a spectacle of themselves and they do whatever it is that works in that case in that respect they're very similar to trump it's the exact same thing that drives trump because if there's one thing that trump understands he understands reality tv and how to keep yeah. people hooked to the television True. so that's the reason why that's that's so what you see as the mainstreamizing of hate is essentially a function of uh 24/7 television and the pervasiveness of social media i personally think that i used to hear a lot of bigoted things too when i was growing up at at targeted at different people at women minorities but they would be discussed in you know weddings you know but it, it, nobody took screenshots there was nobody did a save as people would say things and then they would go to the line and have you know uh, biryani so it, it's not that it changed it's just that now you have whatsapp you can take your thought and send it out to a thousand people instantly then you could only say this to the next uncle sitting next to you so that i think has changed i don't think that people's behavior has essentially been modified and i'm using the word modified intentionally here by you know the sanction what you're saying is that that's a, that that the bjp government or trump is providing some kind of sanction i i don't buy that personally all of you listening in uh, the chota hafta do subscribe so you can listen to the entire hafta we will see you again next week with the hafta till then subscribe pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served and advertisers pay advertisers served thank you Goodbye. All the news laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.